rankings and podcast that answers the age-old question, what are the best Christmas specials? I'm Danny Weiser. With me, as always, is my co-host and the heat miser to my snow miser. It's Ty McGowan. What's yeah. up, dude? Yeah. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I made you the Heat Miser, because you sing that song like all the time. It'll be like August, and we be like, I get it, man. You're the Heat Miser. It's fine. Yeah. You know, whatever I touch, wait, whatever I touch melts in my clutch. Yeah. Sure. I'm too yeah. much. You're too much. Honestly, you're <laughs> too much. We, you are too much, and that's why uh, I had to make us the misers. Um, we are talking Christmas specials. Now, Christmas specials are different than Christmas movies. Yes. So all of these are under an hour long, I believe. I made sure of that yeah. when putting yeah. the list together. Uh, yeah, but we had it's a lot of people like, asking us about like the Muppet Muppet uh, Christmas Carol and no, why that wasn't in that's there. That's a straight and, up movie, everybody. Movie. That is a movie. Yeah. No, this different. is like what like shows on like NBC or CBS or ABC, like in between something. Like it's always shown mm-hmm. in between like a movie or or like after a football game, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and we did we did decide to work off the same list this time. There are a billion of these things, and most of them are just different iterations of the same story. And so we wanted to make life a little bit easier for uh, us and also our listeners by coming up with a definitive list. Shout out to Kev, who made a letterbox list for us that we posted on our social media. It's very nice of him. We probably should have done it if we had thought ahead, but nah. it's not really not really our style. Doing we more Kev, so. work than we need to is not our vote. <laughs> like we have Kev, so like why would we do it ourselves? Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, so since we're working off of the same list, we're gonna do. We've done a few episodes like this in the past. Not not a ton of them. Star Wars, but a few were, Harry Potter books. Yeah, we're just gonna discuss all of them um, in chronological order, uh, and then we'll reveal our rankings at the end. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Uh, so if you're ready, uh, why don't we go ahead and get started? Let's go for it. The first Christmas special is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964, directed by Larry Romer. Raymer? I'm not really sure. Sure. Um, Sam the Snowman tells us the story of a young red-nosed reindeer who, after being ousted from the reindeer game is because of his glowing nose, teams up with Hermie, an elf who wants to be a dentist, and Yukon Cornelius, the prospector. They run into the abominable snowman and find a whole island of misfit toys. Rudolph vows to see if he can get Santa to help the toys, and he goes back to the North Pole on Christmas Eve, but Santa's sleigh is fogged in. But when Santa looks over to Rudolph, he gets a very bright idea. Uh, Ty, what do you think about this one? Yeah, well, this is like the OG one. Like the next three that we're going to talk about, these are like the classic Christmas specials that everyone knows off the top of their head. I, I love this one. I watch it every year. It's kind of just something I always think about when Christmas mm-hmm. comes up. Um, especially, um, oh my gosh, you just said his name and I forgot. Yukon <laughs> Cornelius. Yeah. Yukon Cornelius is one of my favorite Christmas characters of all time. And yeah, we had a plushie of him in my house growing up. It always came out during Christmas time. Yeah. So good. And silver and gold, it just slaps. Just yeah. slaps so hard. But yeah, this is, I mean, this is, is this the origin of Rudolph, the Rudolph Carol? Do we know that? Oh, I didn't do that much research. <laughs> so I don't know. What came Probably first? Not, the song right? or the, the special? We may never yeah. know. <laughs> we may never know. And there unfortunately there's no way to look it up. So uh but yeah, I mean this is this is a classic. 
This is a classic for a reason. It's so good. I, I kind of love claymation movies. Like, I'm more impressed by them than animated movies. So, mm-hmm. like, I love just watching this very, like, it's, it's not very crude for, like, the time it was made in 1964. Um, I just, I love it. It's great. Yeah. I decided to, because I actually watched all of these in preparation for the episode. I didn't just work from memory for these. It's the most prep I've done for an episode since our Ghibli movie episode, honestly. Um, And so I kind of just took notes. We should watch a movie style where it's all just like, this thought popped into my head while watching this. I better write it down. I did that for all of these. So this will feel a little bit different for non-we should watch movie listeners. Um, His beak blinks like a blinking beacon. Made me laugh real hard. Uh, for some reason it's just good um the sound that the abominable snowman makes is just terrifying it's it will haunt my nightmares for the rest of my life it's an absolutely awful guttural sound uh donner sucks he's just he's just yeah, a real did, butthole yeah. of a dad yeah, yeah. A real butthole of a dad uh fireball is a very cool name for a reindeer a much better cooler name than rudolph i want fireball to be the main character yeah but rudolph the red-nosed reindeer i mean Gotta yeah, have the alliteration. Fireball, dude. Fireball. Gotta have the alliteration. Fireball. Uh, every single character in this movie is a butthead, except for Mrs. Claus and Clarice, honestly. Uh, like, Yukon well, and Hermie are okay. Yukon's awesome, dude. Yeah, they're they're fine. But, like, the, <laughs> I feel like the only, like, really, really nice people, at least the people from the North Pole, is Mrs. Claus and Clarice. The rest of them are just so mean. What about Sam the Snowman, who has a soul patch? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good soul patch, too. Uh, and then Yukon Cornelius, also an excellent name. Just a really incredible name. I just love that that like I love when characters in animated like animated claymation or whatever they just throw themselves headlong into danger in a normal <laughs> situation it would absolutely just kill them yeah. just completely yeah. destroy them but I love characters like that that just have no thought process other than go <laughs> Yeah Uh but then I stopped taking notes cuz I kind of zoned out cuz I've seen this a million times and it's great it's classic I've seen it literally probably three times a year every year as long as i've been alive uh it's great not a whole lot else to say about that hasn't been said one the one thing about it is though the glowing of the nose very annoying sound Mm -hmm. it's bad sound it's 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 not a good sound sound. for sure all right anything else on rudolph no all right next up charlie a charlie brown christmas from 1965 uh, directed by Bill Melendez. Uh, when Charlie Brown complains about the overwhelming materialism that he sees amongst everyone during the Christmas season, Lucy suggests that he become the director of a school Christmas pageant. Uh, Charlie Brown accepts, but is a frustrating struggle. Is that how that went? Um, <laughs> that's how it's written down. Uh, when an attempt to restore the proper spirit with a forlorn little fur Christmas tree fails, he needs Linus's help to learn the meaning of Christmas. What do you think about Charlie Brown? Um... Yeah, I mean, this is, like, the Christmas special. This is, like, yeah. the one everyone thinks about. I think this is probably, like, the first one on anyone's mind because of how freaking good it is. I mean, I loved mm-hmm. it. I can't remember, was it... We should watch a movie that I made the comparison that Wes Anderson style is very similar to Peanuts. And... Uh, I'm not sure. I don't usually listen when you talk, so... Nice. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> I think Wes Anderson style is very similar to Peanuts, and that's why like I enjoy it so much. Um, right. 
But I mean, yeah, I just it's freaking Charlie Brown, dude. I love Charlie Brown. I've loved Charlie Brown since I was little. In fifth grade, I got to play Linus in the school play, and it was like the great. Like it's just been downhill for the rest of my life from then on. High <laughs> <laughs> point. Like yeah, that was the high uh, point of my entire life. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're now we're hosting two podcasts like idiots. Yeah, I know. Why did we ever agree to do this? <laughs> Uh, I have seen this movie the most on this list by kind of a lot. Yeah, I think. me too. Um, I love the animation. I love the voice acting. This movie is genuinely funny, even as like a 29 year old, uh, who's just grumpy all the time. Like this is super funny. Uh, I think it's timeless. Charlie Brown, just so relatable. <laughs> oh yeah. The most relatable four year old of all time or five of all ever. time. dude. <laughs> um, Snoopy is great. All-time uh, all time movie dog. We talked about uh, Tintin's dog, Snowy. Oh, dude. Just... Movie dogs. Oh. All right. Put it on the list. Yeah, put it on the list, dude. Uh, I love uh, I love just an exasperated, my own dog, gone commercial. I can't stand <laughs> it. it. Makes me laugh every time. Um, has there ever been a more iconic moment in a cartoon than all of them dancing on the stage together? No. And that song, I Probably mean, not, right? the, this soundtrack yeah. slaps so hard. It's yeah. the best, like, background, like, dinner Christmas party playlist. Not, like, party yeah. playlist, but, like, dinner yeah. Christmas party playlist. 100%. Um, in spite of my outward appearance, I shall try to run a neat in. Makes me laugh every time. He's just so serious about it, this small child. Uh, how can you say someone is great who's never had his picture on a bubblegum card? It's just classic. It, it's so good. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. For a kid's Christmas special, this like really hits the depression button pretty hard. <laughs> and it's so good. Yeah. Uh, the Jingle Bells piano gag is great where yeah. he just keeps dumbing it down because she keeps telling him it's the wrong song. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Just this whole thing is it's sweet and funny and perfect and will be perfect forever. Yeah. I love it so much. Absolutely. Uh, anything else on Charlie Brown? No. Cool. Moving on. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966. Directed by Chuck Jones and Ben Washam. Bitter and hateful, the Grinch is irritated at the thought of a nearby village having a happy time to celebrate Christmas. Disguised as Santa Claus with his dog made to look like a reindeer, he decides to raid the village and steal all the Christmas things. What do you think about the Grinch? Yeah, so there have been two movie adaptations. This is still the best one. Oh, yeah. This is only 25 minutes long. Mm Mm-hmm. The only problem with this is like the sound, like the sound is off. It's like too loud. It's like you know when you play your comp- your laptop speakers too loud and you get that buzz almost. Like that's mm. what this kind of has to it. There's like some sound issues that it's just impossible for them to fix because it's been so long. Um, yeah. but uh, but other than that, I mean, like Grinch, all time Christmas character, love it. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a mean one. All time song. My mom. It's an whenever, incredible song. Whenever we watch it, and it gets to the part where, um, hold on, when when it gets to the part and it says um, you're something as a cro- something about a crocodile, and mm-hmm. my mom just turns to me every literally every year. It's a Christmas tradition. She goes, "They made this song about you." And I go, "Mom, <laughs> they made this in 1966," and it's she a just good goes, gag, dude. and she just goes, "They knew." <laughs> it's a really good gag 
That's so good. <laughs> Every year, without fail, she will say, they wrote that song about me. Oh, that's an incredible gag. I love that a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, great animation. Songs are iconic. Voice acting is great. It's also good. Yeah. Um, Whoville and the toys and the gadgets and the instruments that they use are just all so imaginative. Like, they're all so unique and, like, illogical and impractical, but so fun and cool. And I love it a lot. I mean, Dr. Seuss, he was he was a doctor, man. He's a really smart person. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. A oh, banger, all time Christmas banger. Uh, the Tyler Matt- Creator remix is kind of slaps, though. <laughs> it's yep. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Max, another all time great fictional dog. Yeah. Good. Well, incredible dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that it's narrated as though I'm being read a story. Like, I love that the narrator keeps butting in and just like give stage directions almost even though i'm watching this thing i think it actually works super well uh maybe christmas he thought doesn't come from a store maybe christmas perhaps means a little bit more gets you just a little bit emotional every time how about when his heart grows three sizes that day i mean it's so good it's so for something that's 25 minutes long i mean it could really just punch you right in the heart (laughs) yeah yeah all right anything else on grinch no i I mean that's like Again, it's great. just an all-timer. Like, those three yeah. that we just went through are, like, the most I- – probably the most iconic. Probably not going to be each of our top threes, but, like, the most iconic Christmas specials. Right. For sure. All right, moving on. The Little Drummer Boy from 1968, directed by Rankin and Bass. Uh, we're about to go through a string of Rankin and Bass Rankin and Bass specials. just killing it. Just, like, totally finding their niche in the market and owning it. <laughs> yeah. And exploiting the crap out of it. <laughs> Um, after being kidnapped and escaping, a young drummer boy searches for his camel and finds him in the nativity of the baby Jesus. He gives baby Jesus the only gift he has, a song on his drum, said song being the only gift baby Jesus responds to. What do you think about this one? Look, is this boring? Yes. Yeah. Does it feel like a terrible episode of Veggie Tales? Absolutely. Yeah. Does little drummer boy slap though? Yep. Yes. Like such a good song. <laughs> and I watched this every Christmas because of that song. I remember I had a Rankin and Bass like VHS set. I mean, it was nice. like, could you like the Rankin and Bass DVD set is probably about this big, but the VHS set was like so huge. There's so mm-hmm. many, there's like five of them, but yeah. I mean, little drummer boy. I watch that all the time. I love this one. I mean, the, I mean, this song is so good. I mean, you know, in the words of Angela from The Office, it's so much more than Christmas. <laughs> Ew, it feels weird. Um, I actually don't remember watching this one as a kid for some reason. Like, I've, I, we watched a ton of Christmas specials growing up. My dad loves them. I, for some reason, I feel like we skipped over this one or just didn't make a point to watch it. I'm not sure. I just don't remember watching this. Um, but, of course, I've, I've heard the story a million times. Yeah, I feel like we... We definitely had this one on VHS. Maybe it was because mm-hmm. they don't they didn't play it on because they don't play this on TV a lot, which is like yeah, understandable because this is like this yeah. is a re- a religious like Sunday school. Yeah. <laughs> like this that's is that's literally one of my notes is that I feel like I'm in Sunday school. Yeah, while that's. Watching this. I mean, that's what it's made for. It feels like Rankin, mm. which is weird that this was Rankin and Bass' first one. They started out with like a failure. 
Yeah, I don't know about failure, but yeah, less good than the others can, for sure. Can you hear anyone in the background of my house right now? We're leaving mm-hmm. all of this in because they're just so. screaming, and they, I don't think, even think they've started the movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Wicked Witch of the East, bro. That's all I can think of. Um, yeah, I, I love the gymnast sheep. Just think it's fun that these animals are just doing backflips and stuff. That's a very good time. Yeah, come on. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I'm in Sunday school. This is fine. It's forgettable. It's fine. Whatever. Um, definitely not my favorite on the list. Spoiler, uh, dude. <laughs> spoiler alert, folks. Not number one. Uh, all right, moving on. Frosty the Snowman from 1969, also directed by Rankin and Bass. Uh, discarded silk top hat becomes the focus of a struggle between a washed up stage magician and a group of school children after it magically brings a snowman to life. Realizing the newly living Frosty will melt in spring unless he takes refuge in a colder climate, Frosty and Karen, a young girl who he befriends, stow away on a freight train headed for the North Pole. Little do they know that the magician is following them and he wants his hat back. What do you think about Frosty? Danny, I have something to admit to you. Okay. Before December 1st, I did watch a Christmas special. My niece. After Are you kidding? After all of the crap that you gave everybody putting up their directions and playing Christmas music. My niece, who I would literally do anything for, wanted to sit in my lap and watch TV, and she wanted to watch Frosty the Snowman, so I turned it on. The only person I've ever watched a Christmas special for before December 1st, but I did watch this. The Oof. day after Thanksgiving. And? No. Was it the night of Thanksgiving? I think it might have been the night of Thanksgiving. It's even worse. Um, How dare you? But yeah. After all the I crap mean, you gave me. This one, I feel like I feel the same way about this one as you do about Rudolph. It's like I've seen this so many times that like, as I continue to watch it, I just kind of get bored with it and don't mm-hmm. really want to finish it. But I do love the way that Frosty just goes, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of my questions. Like, why, why did you say that, happy birthday? <laughs> why is that your first greeting for anyone? Is it literally because he's being born? Because if so, that's weird. Yeah, but yeah, because people just pop out of the womb and say happy birthday. That's everyone's <laughs> first words. It's <laughs> weird. It's very weird that he just happy birthday. It's so weird. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. I do love the magician is hilarious. Like the magician mm-hmm. and the rabbit. Very funny. Hinkle is an incredibly punchable cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of, did you ever watch those like Saturday morning cartoons where they had the car race? They had like a different race and someone would win each time. It was always on like Cartoon Network. No. It was like old school, but they started playing it again. But he, he reminds me of this villain. I'm Kevin, Kevin, Kev. I don't know why I just said Kevin. I've never once called him Kevin in my life. It felt like I just like said the worst thing possible. Kev. (laughs) If you're listening to this, I know who you know who I'm talking about. It is, I'm I'm 100% positive you know who I'm talking about. It's this villain. He was in the car race. He had, like, a pet. Like, his dog was, like, his little, like, henchman. Just, please, for the love of God, get back to us fast. <laughs> but I, he just reminds me of that villain. I think it's funny. The kids are just so boring. Oh, my God, yeah. are they boring. <laughs> and so is yeah. Frosty. Literally, the the villain owns this. It's like it's like the uh, Dark Knight of Christmas specials. It's like without the villain, this sucks. <laughs> wow, wow! What a hot take for both the Dark Knight and also Frosty. Think, okay, think about the Dark Knight without 
Heath Ledger's joke. What a hot take, man. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, I think it's funny that the dumb little girl wanted to call the snowman Christopher Columbus. Like, that kid needs to be bullied. What a dumb name for a snowman. Um, the Are scene we of him sliding Frosty the snowman right now? I, it sounds like it. <laughs> Uh, the scene of him sliding on his belly is like the most memorable thing of this for me. I don't know if it is for you too, but this yeah. that's always what sticks out to me and when I'll, I think of Frosty. I like how his shape doesn't change, even though he's made of <laughs> snow. <laughs> yeah, he's made of snow. He's sliding in the snow. His shape stays the same. Yeah, very weird. Uh, but the animation is great. Um, I, I, it's very weird that he says happy birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday! It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Maybe there's a reason for it. I don't want to know it. Uh, is that for, it for Frosty? Yeah, I've never just understood the mechanics of, like, we're going to talk about it. We have another come-to-life snowman movie, Christmas or mm-hmm. Christmas special. I just never understood the mechanics of, like, like how does it? How does the constant movement not just break apart the snow? Uh, the <laughs> magic of Christmas, dude. That's how. That's a little too far, though. It's okay. The he puts on a hat and comes to life, and that's fine. But dude, the, his snow doesn't like after our meeting in St. Louis episode. Erosion. The only snowman content I want is 2D decapitated <laughs> snowman with a baseball bat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, same. Uh, all right, moving on to Santa Claus is Coming to Town from 1970, also directed by Rankin and Bass. A postman, S.D. Kluger, decides to answer some of the most common questions about Santa Claus and tells us about a small baby named Chris who is raised by a family of elf toy makers named Kringle. When Chris grows up, he wanted to deliver toys to the children of Sombertown, which is an incredible name, uh, but its mayor is too mean it? to let that happen. Because they're so somber? <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute, but like, I got it. <laughs> Uh, and to make things worse, the Winter Warlock, who lives between the Kringles and Sombertown, uh, but Chris manages uh, to melt the Warlock's heart and deliver his toys. Yeah. Uh, that's, what, do you, yeah. what do you think about Santa Claus is coming to town? I actually really love, I love like any origin story of Santa Claus, because you can go mm-hmm. any way you want with it. Like, for instance, like that Claus movie that came out like in 2019, like so yeah. good because they thought up their own way. And I loved this, like, version of, like, how Santa Claus became Santa Claus. Uh, put one foot in front of the other is, like, one of, like, I could probably sing that song from memory right now. I love that song mm-hmm. so much, you know. Put one foot in front of the other, and soon yeah. you'll be walking out the door. I mean, so good. The penguins dancing with them, hilarious. So awesome. The wizard scared the crap out of me when i was a kid (laughs) yeah so terrifying spooky but i love that it's like kind of like the abominable snowman where it's like see this is why i think rankin and bash just totally ripped off like they were like why don't we just make like a bunch of claymation stuff like rudolph where it's like kind Mm -hmm. of the same plot um and like the the wizard becomes the good guy and and all that, and I just, I, I don't know. I just love a Santa Claus origin story. I just, it's its one of my favorite kind of stories to tell during Christmas, just because you can do it so many different ways, other than, like, other Christmas stories where we kind of get the same story every time. Yeah. Uh, why did this start, like, war propaganda? Like, <laughs> like the opening scene of this movie is, like, uh, like intense marching music and like newspapers and the announcer was just like war. <laughs> so it's like I just don't, I don't understand why this started like war propaganda. It's a very weird vibe for a Christmas special. 
Uh, the puppets are creepy. Like, I don't like the puppets in this one. The way they move, the way their mouths move, it creeps me out, and I don't enjoy it. Um, Did you like the uh, the mayor or the whatever of Somberville that just kept getting hurt the entire movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Melissa McCarthy mayor. Yeah, I mean, this was down clearly, like, even though this came out in 1974, this was clearly, like, it. it looks like it was made in, like, the 50s as propaganda against communism. Yeah. It's very <laughs> weird. It's a very weird vibe. Um, I hate the horde of Santas that like all look like Santa but a little different. The Kringles. Yeah. They just cre- it creeped me out, man. <laughs> Didn't enjoy that. Um, this Santa looks like Ed Sheeran. Like a spitting image of Ed Sheeran. I kind of like weird. it. This That's how I picture Santa. Like when I think of young Santa, I picture him now. Because I used to watch this so many times. I picture him like he's a redhead who just had, now has white hair. Honestly, I picture him as Tim Allen. So, Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at the I size just... of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to connect this because my note here just says Saruman, but now I'm realizing it's the White Wizard. Oh, my just God. Like, that, is that Saruman R. R. Christmas? Tolkien still? <laughs> no, Tolkien wrote it in like the 40s. Yeah. No, dude, he's st- he stole Saruman from Rankin and Bass. Uh, love the penguin though. The, the penguin, penguin's great. The penguins are hilarious. They're the penguins so great. Penguins in like anything are s- always good. Yeah, except for like uh, Mister Popper's penguins that Jim Carrey movie. That probably wasn't a great one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this one falls kind of flat for me. This one gets kind of boring. I wish it wasn't as long as I, it should be a half as long as it is. Yeah, I feel like I this is this is it. the kind of special. Like if you didn't grow up hardcore watching this every Christmas, then you're not going to get into it. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, moving on to another Rankin and Bass joint. It's the Year Without a Santa Claus from 1974. Feeling forgotten by the children of the world, old Saint Nick decides to skip his gift giving journey and take a vacation. Mrs. Claus and two spunky little elves, Jingle and Jangle, set out to see where all the season's cheers disappeared. Aided by a magical snowfall, they reawaken the spirit of Christmas in children's hearts and put Santa back in action. What do you think about this one? This is, like, one of my favorite ones. So, like, honestly, like, I know it's such a small part of this, but Heat Miser and Snow Miser are two of the most amazing characters, period, in history. Not just Christmas specials. In the history of everything. And I love them so much. Their songs slap so hard. I, mm. I love, do you follow the guy on TikTok who does the dances? Like he can do that robot thing where it looks like he's like stop motion animated. No, and he does the that. heat miser and snow miser dances. You That's haven't seen that? Oh, so uh-huh. good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I love this one. You're without a Santa Claus. Always like one of my go-tos. I love it so much. Yeah, uh, this is another one I'm not crazy about the puppets. I just don't like them. I don't know what it is. I just want animation back. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I just, even like, because these are straight up puppets. They're not like clay. These are like yeah. straight up puppets. I, I don't yeah. like them. Um, claymation or animation is fine. Puppets are weird. Um, the What's doctor your problem is. With puppets, man. Did something happen in your past? <laughs> no, they're just weird. <laughs> Uh, the doctor is so mean for no reason to Santa. Like he's such a jerk to Santa. He's like no one believes in you, you old fart. <laughs> like, I just, what is your deal, dude? This is Santa. Just make him get better. Um, it was very funny to me that the cop in that town was riding a bicycle. I don't. Know. <laughs> I 
don't know why. It was just such a random, dumb little thing. That I was like, why is that cop on a bike? Um, Ignatius Thistlewhite is an incredible name. Yeah. Like, what an incredible name for a character that I will be stealing for a D&D campaign at some point. Thank you. <laughs> um, the Snow and Heat Miser song Slap, of course. They're both just, they're such bangers. Yeah. Uh, the mini versions of the Misers making up their choruses is so fun. Right. It's so like they, good. They even they have the exact. They don't even look like younger versions no, of the misers. They They're exactly yeah. the same, just real small. Yeah, <laughs> they're like mini me. They're just like mini me. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. God, it's so funny. It's very good. Uh, the miser stuff is super great and fun. Literally everything else about this is whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't care about anything else happening on the screen when the misers are not on the screen. You know the misers I mean? are great, man. They're killer, man. Uh, anything else about this one? No, I, I, I'm we just are... still confused why they called them misers, though. Yeah, like, why really was know. that the? I mean, it works. It works really. Yeah, yeah good. it works great. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's that's the last ranking and bass one. Um, so we're we're jumping ahead here. Let's almost get a to decade. the most depressing one on our list. <laughs> <laughs> to the Snowman from 1982, directed by Jimmy Murakami and Diane Jackson. A young boy makes a snowman one Christmas Eve, which comes to life at midnight and takes the boy on a magical adventure to the North Pole to meet Santa Claus. Anything about the Snowman? Yeah. So when I made this list of Christmas specials, I was running out of like three, and it's. It's our next three that I added on the list. Mm-hmm. I saw that this had a high ranking on Letterbox. I apologize because this Christmas special made for little children is so freaking sad. Like, oh my, like, it's beautiful. It's like some of the best animation I've ever seen, like, for that time. Um, the story is great. I think I remember this book. Like when I was watching it, I kind of like got some memories of, of a book, um, whatever, but the ending, like, (laughs) which is like, it's it's so like throughout the whole thing. It's like, this is so magical. They're flying through the air with all these other, like all the snowmen of the earth are flying with this kid and he's just having such a good time. And then, Hey, sorry, it gets hot. And your snowman's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a very weird vibe. Uh, This is also the last one I watched. So it was just like a very, like, I just got to watching all of these, like, pleasant, (laughs) nice Christmas specials. I, like, made it kind of a routine. I ended my night a few nights in a row with watching a couple of these. And this is the last one. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. (laughs) This is probably, like, out of the whole list, this is probably, like, technically other than charlie brown like this is probably technically the best one mm-hmm. like if you're looking at it with zero emotion yeah but like oh my god dude does this it's just hard to like, compare them to the rest of the list does it's this very just different like, than everything else it gives you all the christmas feels and then just yeah. rips it away in the last 10 <laughs> seconds <laughs> yeah uh, I had literally never heard of this. I had no idea Me what either. this was. Yeah. Um, I'm in love with the animation. Though. It's like a million paintings, like a really nice, pleasant painting. Yeah, so it's stop motion. Is. I don't know if yeah. you've seen, have you seen that Van Gogh movie? There's Okay, I don't know why I'm asking this. You definitely haven't yeah. seen it. What are we doing here? Is this movie have about we Van met? Gogh? I'm Danny. It's nice to meet you, bud. Is this, <laughs> is this movie about Van Gogh and what they did? They animated it with like, millions of paintings for each like 
whatever, like each mm-hmm. snapshot of each scene, it's all oil paintings in the style of Van Gogh. And oh. it looks like this. I, I think you should watch it just because it's really cool to look at. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's almost like if you took the book and just like flipped it like yeah. really fast. Yeah. Yeah. If, like if you did this with like, beautiful paintings <laughs> yeah but this <laughs> is what, this what the book was. looks like like the book looks yeah. almost exactly like this yeah uh i thought it was great um i love that there's just there's no words and there's also not words on the on the screen like there's no subtitles there's no speaking you 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 just get the visuals and you get this really nice music that the music oh, is also doing a great job of telling the story so good such a good yeah. score i mean like i'm yeah. kind of surprised like no director has like used this like this mm. music in their movies. There's yeah, got to be but, like someone who knows this answer. Let us know if someone's used it in their movies, but like yeah. such a good score. And yeah, the music, best, the music is beautiful. Best silent film ever. Oh, I don't know. How many silent films do you think I've seen, bud? Uh, I've seen like two and I think this is the best <laughs> one I've seen. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I love that the music is, it's constant throughout. There's no like silence on the screen. Um, but it does such a good job of telling the story and creating emotions and helping build tension where there's a little bit of tension. And this, this was delightful. This whole thing was delightful and pleasant until like the end where you're just like, Oh, I'm sad now. Yeah. Like my (laughs) God, you're making this for kids. Yeah. But Um, it was good. I like this a lot. I think this would be really cool to see. And like, you know, those like symphonies that do like come watch Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings as we play the, the score live. Like the, I think I feel like this. I mean, it's only you would have to play a bunch of stuff after this because it's only like twenty five minutes long. But I think it'd yeah. be really cool to see this like with a live symphony. Yeah, that's a good it. idea. I like that a lot. Uh, all right, ready to move on? Yeah, let's move on to the to the other one. All right, uh, moving on to Mickey's Christmas Carol from nineteen eighty three, directed by Bernie Mattinson. Uh, it's an ad- adaptation of the Charles Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol, featuring Scrooge McDuck as his namesake and inspiration, Ebenezer Scrooge and Mickey Mouse as Bob Cratchit. This film was based on a 1972 audio musical entitled Disney's A Christmas Carol. It's a 24-minute animated short film produced by Walt Disney Productions as an accompaniment to a re-release of The Rescuers. I don't know why. I got all these descriptions from Letterboxd, and they're all very weird for these. Yeah, why did they reason. mention The Rescuers? <laughs> Normally, like, Letterboxd has really great little summaries that are just, like, here's a little snippet about uh, what this movie is about. They probably just skimmed over. They're just, like, people are on our website for movies, not Mickey's (laughs) Christmas Carol. (laughs) Yeah. But what do you think about this one? Um, I have some problems with this. One, I always nitpick any kind of Christmas Carol adaptation. It's my favorite Christmas story to adapt. So I always Mm. nitpick... um, Obviously, I don't think this is enough time to tell it in. I think you need a little bit more time. Um, I mean, literally, the only perfect adaptations I've ever seen are Scrooged and um, The Muppet's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ghost of Christmas Present never says, come in and know me better, man, which is my favorite line in the Christmas Carol, like in the book, in any adaptation, when he just goes, come in and know me better, man. Like, favorite. I'll say it for the rest of the day just in my head because I love it so much. Uh, Two, not enough goofy. 
I'm sorry, yeah, more, but more like Goofy would have been cool. I, Goofy's my favorite Mickey character. I need more Goofy. I feel like Goofy would have been a better Christmas present. I feel like that's because yeah. he's like so happy all the time. You gotta yeah, put making him Jacob, Jacob, whatever Marley, uh, Jacob Marley, Marley. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and and three, I just never really watched this as a kid. I mean, it's fine. I just have zero emotional attachment to this whatsoever. Yeah. I like this a lot. I watched this a ton as a kid. This was on all the time. I'm I'm much, much higher on it than you. Um, I th- obviously, the animation is perfect. It's 80s Disney, and they <laughs> crushed it. Yeah. Uh, I think the Scottish accent is so fun. Like, I don't know that it's, like, <laughs> necessary or if that's, like, a thing. I don't know, whatever. It's very fun. No, I it's it a lot. completely unnecessary. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the only th- one where he has a Scottish accent. Yeah, but I thought it was a really good time, and I enjoyed listening to it. Um, this I, it would have been a very funny goof to put this on my Halloween movie list because there's a lot of like spooky stuff happening. Oh my gosh! His shut ghost up! Ghost he almost falls into a grave, shut and it would have been it would have been a very fun goof that would have made you real mad if I'd put this shut on my up. Halloween movie list. <laughs> Um, but it's just, it's a familiar story told in a much simpler kind of dumbed down, but fun and sweet way. And I like this a lot. This was on a ton, uh, as a kid for me, and I'm going to watch it a ton more. I like this one a lot. The one, I can't remember the name of it, but the one Mickey Mouse Christmas special, I remember watching a lot. It was, I think it was Daffy Duck or like maybe one of his kids, um, kept waking up on Christmas it was like a Groundhog Day, but it was on Christmas Day. And he kept waking up on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Um, but that's the only one that, like, really comes in memory. I wasn't a huge, like, Mickey. Like, I was a big yeah. Disney kid, but, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, a Mickey kid. It was like, yeah. if Goofy's not the main character, then I'm out. That's kind of yeah. how it was. Also, wasn't a huge Disney kid, but, like, my folks really liked this one. Like, I remember. Uh, my, bro- my brother really liked this, and yeah. it was one of his favorites when he was a kid, so we watched this a ton. Like, I remember demanding when we went to Disney World for my birthday when I was a kid. I remember demanding meeting Goofy. Like, that was the only thing I wanted to do. <laughs> like, out of this whole entire theme park where you could do millions of things, the only thing I wanted to do was meet a sweaty dude in a Goofy costume. <laughs> yeah. But That's weird. he called me. He called me on the phone, and he gave me a little, like, button for my birthday. It was awesome. Whoa. Heck, yeah. Uh, all right, you ready to move on to the last one? Yeah, I mean, all right, yeah. It's, it's all, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> last one is A Muppet Family Christmas from 1987, directed by Eric Till and Peter Harris. In this one-hour Christmas special, Fozzie Bear surprises his mother Emily on Christmas Eve by bringing the entire Muppet gang to her farm to celebrate the holidays. Doc and his dog Sprocket, who had planned a quiet Christmas, end up joining the Muppets in their holiday activities and preparations. The Sesame Street regulars, including Big Bird, Bert, and Ernie, and others, join the festivities. Uh, But to Kermit's dismay, the only one missing is Miss Piggy, who's been caught in a snowstorm. What do you think about this? Yeah, I mean, look, first off, I didn't like the combination of Muppets and Sesame Street. That, like, kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, Also, just, like... Muppets are so good. Like the Muppets Christmas Carol was so good. All the Muppets movies are so good that this just kind of didn't like, there's no way this could live up to that of what standard I have for Muppets. Um, I mean, it was just your classic Muppet gags. It just didn't really, I kind of regret putting this on the list cause I'm kind of 
downplaying it and it's definitely not my number one spoiler alert but like i I don't know i just like this just felt like it was a lesser muppets than like like i would 100 percent rather watch christmas carol than this but i mean that's a movie obviously Mm. but it's just i don't know there's just like something about this felt off for some reason when it comes to the muppets and (laughs) i just kind of wish i'd picked a better movie to our better Christmas special for us to review than this one. Um, it, it did feel weird on this list when you compare it to all the other ones, but I like this. I had a blast. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, had a really great time. It's just all right. It's like watching like, it's like a lot of people love this. It has a really mm-hmm. high rating on letterbox. I think, I think it's got, mm-hmm. yeah, 3.9. A lot of people love this. It's kind of like my views with like the Batman animated show. Like, that show's great, but, like, I would just rather watch the Nolan movies at that point. Gotcha. When you're talking about, like, these characters, like, it's just, like, something, like, I was just, like, this this isn't fully fulfilling my joy of the Muppets. Okay, well, I thought it was fun. <laughs> like, I, I, had never, I had never seen this before. I'd never even heard of it, so this is my first time watching it. It's so chaotic. There's a million Muppets in one house all shouting, but it's so fun. Um, the baby Muppets are the cutest things in the entire world when they start playing like the home videos of them as babies. Like, it's oh, so sweet and cute. Is that Loved when? It. Wait, when did this come out? 1987. Was Muppet Babies, because that was a show in like the 90s. I wonder if this was like the intro to Muppet Babies. Oh, I don't know, but it's very Kev, Kev knows. Very Kev, let us know. Kev, please let us know. <laughs> um, I loved the Sesame Street crew showing up. I thought that was really fun. Mm. The Swedish Chef wanting to cook Big Bird was such a funny now, see, gag. That yeah, Swedish Chef is that my whole, favorite. That was Muppet, a blast, so. man. I Swedish Chef Swedish trying chef. to cook Big Bird was so good. I didn't um, like that. I I could just imagine like the whole country crowding around their TVs to watch this with their families. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause this which doesn't, be big, doesn't right? happen anymore. Yeah. It doesn't the- happen anymore. It's not a thing with like streaming services, but like when I was growing up, when we were growing up is very much a thing. Like there were country or worldwide specials that yeah. would happen that like everyone would be talking about. Yeah. Everyone would tune in at the exact same time. And you, that's exactly what I picture for this. Do you remember the Shrek Christmas special? That came out. Yeah. It was like 2005, yeah. maybe something like that. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I specifically remember. I have this weird. I did a, a taekwondo from when I was like five until I was like ten. Or oh, so. really? I didn't know that. But I remember being like seven. <laughs> hey, man, uh, we have listeners, so you have listeners that have heard you. this as much as me too. <laughs> Not all of them. We have new listeners. Get off my back. I'm just saying, I did Taekwondo as a kid, and I remember being in a karate class where this kid was like, I can't wait to get home. I hope I'm there by 8 o'clock, 7 central. And I was like, oh, the Rugrats special, huh? He was was like, yes, I want to be home for the Rugrats. Was it the movie, the Rugrats in Paris? I don't remember, probably, but I just, I, something about that, I, that I remember that very clearly. And it's just like that thing doesn't happen anymore where you want to make sure you're home at a specific time to be able to catch this thing you've been excited to see on TV. Yeah, totally off topic. I recently watched The Rugrats in Paris. Uh The Rugrats still slap. I mean, there's no, like, there, like, it's just as good as when you watched it as a kid. Nice. 
Heck yeah. Uh, all right. Same well, with the if rocket you're done, power. If you're done being a butthole uh, about the Muppets, do you want <laughs> no, to... No, I, uh, I probably love the Muppets more than you do. I'm the one that wants to do a Muppets episode. <laughs> well, but, discussion ended hey, on a real Kev, downer. Hey, you. Kev, Danny doesn't want to do a Muppets episode, and I do. Uh, a, I already told Kev. B, you literally just said who your favorite Muppet was, so you kind of spoiled the nah, It doesn't matter. So I just like to talk about the Muppets. Um, so but if you're ready... Gonzo being attracted to chickens. It's so weird. Uh, I'm list A, so I'm going to go first. Um, I, my number 10 is the little drummer boy. It's forgettable. Yeah, not surprising. Boring. Not my jam. Number nine is Santa Claus is coming to town. I, again, forgettable. Pretty boring. Not yeah. really my jam. Uh, eight is the year without a Santa Claus. Uh, the miser stuff is cool. That's <laughs> kind of it's kind of all i thought you were about to say something more but no (laughs) that's literally it just just the miser stuff is cool uh number seven is rudolph the red-nosed reindeer this is a classic it's iconic everyone is so mean to that freaking reindeer that it it really just bums me out look we are a pro bullying podcast it builds yeah but like helps within reason like they're just like it helps. It's just like get away from me, you mutant freak! Like it's a, you're, you're his dad. Hey, <laughs> what you know what? You the same people said that to Wolverine, and he was like the best X Men ever. Yeah, God, whatever, dude. <laughs> um, number six is a Muppet Family Christmas. Kind of out of place on this list, but a very fun time nonetheless. Number five is the Snowman. It's beautiful animation. <sighs> no words still makes you feel a lot of things. Uh, number four is Frosty the Snowman. Uh, iconic. It's just incredibly iconic. I'll remember it forever. Number three is Mickey's Christmas Carol. I love this a lot. Watch this a ton. I think it's a fun telling of a, of a classic story. Number two is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This feels obvious. It's just what we've all seen it a million times. It's imaginative and fun. And of course, without a doubt, by kind of a lot, number one is a Charlie Brown Christmas. It's perfect in every way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, my top ten. Number ten, a Muppet Family Christmas. I'd just mm. rather watch Muppet Christmas Carol. But, you know, that's just me. <clears throat> Number nine, Mickey's, like, this is all, like, I gave all of these over three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is all, like, I loved all of these. But it's just, I didn't like, rate. I didn't rate these on Letterboxd because they're not movies, and I like to keep my Letterboxd to movies only. Yeah, yeah. Um, number nine, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I just didn't grow up with it. Not enough goofy. Number eight, Little Drummer Boy. The song slaps. It's a bad Veggie Tales episode. That's exactly what this is. Um, number seven, The Snowman. Just because like it gave me all the Christmas spirit and then immediately took it away in the last ten minutes. So like, come on. Um, number six, Santa Claus has come to town. Classic. Like these six and up. This is all just like nostalgia based ratings um number five frosty the snowman so good i mean so awesome the villain such a good villain this is so good number four how the grinch stole christmas this barely missed my top three just because of the sound issues there's just some sound issues that sound weird when you listen back to it and there's just no way they can fix it unless they totally redo the voiceover and they can't they can't redo the voiceover because it would be different and probably worse Unless they got like, I don't know, 
Bing Rhames to do the voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Number three, You're Without a Sam Claus. Just so good. Heat Miser, Snow Miser. Amazing. Two of my favorite characters of all time in all movies, all books, all literature, all songs, all I, everything. <laughs> it's so interesting that you love them so much because they're literally just like grouchy old men minor characters. I know. <laughs> it's I so know. funny that you... They're hilarious. So, that. Really explains a lot about who we are as people, that we <laughs> love the misers so much. Uh, number two, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, Christmas classic. Watch this every Christmas. It kind of... This and my number one is kind of like joined in with um, um, It's a Wonderful Life and like I have to watch this before Christmas. And then number one, it's objectively the best one. Like there's no like any like there. This has to be the best one, no matter what. Like take out all the nostalgia and feelings. This is the best special ever. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yep. Yep, without a doubt. All right, cool. Uh, well, other than like we had the same number one, I think we kind of guessed that we were gonna going in. Our lists are pretty different, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have any other any other thoughts before we take a break? No, let's get to my dad's dorky algorithm that he made <laughs> up for this. <laughs> we'll be right back with this week's special guest judge, Ty's dad. Hey, everybody! Thank you for hanging out with me and Ty as we uh, discuss some of these Christmas specials that we grew up with and really love. Uh, have a, just an incredible amount of nostalgia for and wanted to have a chance to talk about them on a podcast. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying this as much as we are. Uh, we're going to be joined here in just a second by Ty's dad, Robbie, um, who if you listen to our Christmas movies episode from last year, you have met before. Robbie's a blast. We're really excited to have him on. Um, but I wanted to jump in here real quick, let you guys know about next week's episode. It's going to be a different one. Um, no judge next week. Uh, we're not going to have a guest on, not going to have a judge, not going to pick a winner. Um, it's the week of Christmas, so we thought we'd put out a little bit of a shorter episode, do something a little bit different. Um, we're going to talk about gifts that we would get each other. Uh, like, I don't, we haven't decided like rules. I don't know if we're doing a, if money is no object or if we're doing gag gifts. We haven't really decided. We just thought it would be fun to talk about some gifts that we, uh, would get each other if we were going to spend uh, spend that much money on each other. So uh, if you guys have any thoughts, it doesn't have to be about like gifts you would get us. Um, just if you want to talk to us about Christmas, some of your Christmas traditions, what you love about Christmas, if you just want to talk to us about whatever, or if you want to talk to us about gifts, that's great too. Uh, send us a voicemail. Send us an email to rankingspod at gmail.com. If it's in the form of an MP3, then we'll put it on the show, or you can just type something out and I'll read it on the show. Um, but hope you, hope you send something to us. We love hearing from you guys. Love getting listener feedback. Hope we get to hear from you. Hope you guys are having a really great holiday season. All right, back to the show. And we are back with this week's special guest judge. It's Ty's dad, Robbie. What's up, man? Hello. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. How's it going? Yes. you? You are our resident Christmas guest. Like, yeah, you're the the Christmas guy here. The Christmas expert. I had wondered if two times would make for a tradition, and I think it does. So, yeah, <laughs> the fact that we're still doing the show a year later is just shocking. So um, shocking. So I think that makes it a tradition. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, we wanted to have you on. Literally, like Ty, Ty mess. We planned this in like October. We try to plan a couple months ahead of time just in case. 
Ty was like, we should do Christmas specials. I was like, cool. And I just assumed that you were going to be the guest. I don't even know that we discussed it for a while. I it just I wrote down Robbie as <laughs> guest judge in like October, and uh, and Ty was like, oh yeah, I asked my dad. He's cool with it. I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have checked a while ago. No, yeah, yeah. I knew he would be down. For <laughs> there, it. there are worse things to be associated with than Christmas. So I will take that. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. That's to, perfect. Well, yeah. that's the whole thing. When we started this podcast, you you said you didn't want to be like put into a box of like i'm the college football guy or like right. something like that and i was like okay yeah. well then you're the christmas movies and I'm now the you're christmas the christmas guy. specials and next year so, it'll be christmas, christmas something else christmas songs maybe next year yeah Oh, we already did Christmas did songs. Oh, did okay. else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did too many. We like last year. We just kind of hit it real heavy with the holiday stuff. We're like, we're not going to do this show in yeah. a year, so we can just get all our Christmas <laughs> topics out of the way now. So we're scrambling now well, for the rest of our lives. Next week's Christmas episode is going to get real weird, where it's yeah, Christmas it's gifts we would give to each other. So we have to actually like be nice to That's each cool. other, which is I, don't, like, have to be I nice will say. To I know I'm going to sound like a dad when I say this, but I. I like it when y'all are nice to each other when I listen to the podcast. Oh, that that's weird. That makes one of us. Yeah, it's yeah. always weird. Uh, I know, I know. So, and when y'all agreed, I think on like uh, on the pairs or whatever it was, cup, uh, you know, best pairs or uh, duos, duos or yeah. Duos, duos. Yeah, y'all had uh, y'all had some y'all agreed with. So I was. Yeah, it was weird. It, we try not to it do that. It warmed but... my heart. <laughs> Like yeah. it warmed my heart, like this cinnamon whiskey. Oh, can I say that? On like yeah, this? you can yeah. say. Cinnamon, yeah, you can, as long as you don't cuss about. Yeah, as long as you don't cuss about. Well, you can bleep me out. Cinnamon whiskey. <laughs> I'm drinking out of my boats and ho ho hoes. Uh, oh, classic. Glass. Yeah. No, we all we all have our own special glasses at the the McGowan house. Exactly. What's yours? Mine is bottoms up, but it says it upside down. So when you like nice. down the drink. You read it, bottom Classic. Up. Yeah. Classic. Uh, okay. Um, Robbie, are you, uh, are you like a, I'm going to watch all the Christmas specials all the time in December. This is the only thing we're watching. Do you have any, like, specifically that I watch this every year, some that you avoid? Um, so there are some that were on our list that I watch every year. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and unlike... Uh, one of the two of you who refuses to enjoy any Christmas cheer until December 1st, I start doing Christmas like mid-November. So I'm playing, you know, uh, when when SiriusXM Holly Channel comes on, I'm playing that. And um, um, and and so yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll watch them now. Interestingly, and in, you know, I say in this age, we've been for several years now, been able to watch anything on demand anytime we want. But there's something, like, for me, special about catching it when it's being, like, aired. I mean, you got to deal with the commercials, but it, I think it's kind of a nostalgic thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's also yeah, really great sense. when they play them, like, right after, like, a football game. Like, you yeah. go from yeah. a football game nice to, like, down. Charlie Brown or Rudolph. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Like, I think I watched the Army-Navy game, and then I watched, I think Rudolph came on, like, right after or was Ooh. it on ESPN? It, it may have. Well, yeah, no, I can't I remember. Know. No, because the Army Navy game was on CBS, so it may yeah, very well go. have. Yeah. But I, I did admit earlier in this episode, I did watch one Christmas special before December first because my niece. I don't know if I'm allowed to say her name, 
because yeah. she's a foster kid. Oh, because okay. lo- Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But she wanted to watch. She wanted to sit in my lap and, and watch Frosty the Snowman. I couldn't, I couldn't deny her that. Can't say no to her. Yeah, can't say no to her. It's impossible. It really is. <laughs> I'm just picturing like this sweet little child walking up to Ty, be like, "Can we watch Frosty?" No, no, it's Thanksgiving, <laughs> no. idiot. All no, right, it's literally yeah, like you it gets to the think. point where she comes up to me when I'm eating dessert at the house, and she knows that I can't say like, "No, you can't have my dessert that I actually want to eat" because I just give it to her. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh, okay. Do we, do we want to go ahead and get into our list? I can read these out real quick. Or, uh, did you have some questions you want to get to us first? No, go ahead and read the list. I do have some questions that won't give away which list is which, but go ahead okay. and read the list. Gotcha. Um, I will start with list a number 10 is the little drummer boy. Nine is Santa Claus is coming to town. Eight is the year without Santa Claus. Uh, seven is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Six is a Muppet Family Christmas. Five is the Snowman. Four is Frosty the Snowman. Three is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Two is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And number one is a Charlie Brown Christmas. List B, number 10, is a Muppet Family Christmas. Nine is Mickey's Christmas Carol. Eight is a Little Drummer Boy. Seven is the Snowman. Six is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Five is Frosty the Snowman. Four is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Three is The Year Without a Santa Claus. Two is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And number one is A Charlie Brown Christmas. Robbie, you have the floor. All right. Um, so just one observation. Uh, just joking about how you two guys sometimes enjoy to disagree more than you enjoy to agree. You both had the same uh, number one. Um, we knew we would going in. So, it's just so good. Yeah, we objectively yeah. think it's the greatest one. Okay, uh, so uh, that, I just that's just an observation, not a obviously not a question. So uh, I do have I do have just just four quick questions. So okay. one one or the first couple of questions are to both of y'all. So I've never I had never seen of, of the entire list. The only thing I had never seen before was the snowman. So I, I watched it for the first time. So I'm just know what your thoughts were about the fact that there wasn't dialogue to the show, that it was there was no words. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was great. It was like it's a it was like a million paintings that you're just like mm-hmm. scrolling through. Yeah, it's it's um, almost like if you like took a book and you flipped the pages really hard. That's like mm-hmm. what it looked like, and it looked awesome. Right. And the music yeah. was really good that accompanied yeah, the music. It. The music really tells the story, like does a really great job accompanying telling the story and like creating tension and creating emotion where there otherwise might be very little. It just really heightens the whole experience. I thought it was great. I thought it was a really, really pleasant like 20 minutes. If it was any longer, I would have been just impossibly bored. But the fact that it was so short and told that story in such a short amount of time, I thought it was great. Yeah, we so I put together this list um, and I was running out of some some other Christmas specials. And this has a very high rating in Letterboxd, our movie review app that we have. Mm-hmm. So it has a really good rating. But also, I already apologized to Danny. I'm going to apologize to you. This was the saddest Such a Christmas bummer. special of all time. Yeah. Such a huge bummer. <laughs> It like gives you all the Christmas feels, and then just you know, yeah, just kicks your heart in the balls immediately. Well, it, it just, yeah, it just like leaves you in a wet puddle of melted snowman. Yeah, yeah. you know, kind of. Really uh, yeah, 
Yeah. It's like, okay. what if we made? What if Quentin Tarantino made Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> yeah, and did it in twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so the other one I'll ask about a specific one of the specific shows is: Would either of you, because we ranked the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, right? The original animated. 1964, which, believe it or not, is older than me, uh, two years older than me. Um, would either of you have ranked the any either of the newer versions ahead of the original? No. No, this I don't think so. One. I think if okay. they got anyone else other than Jim Carrey to play the Grinch, then I might have ranked that above it. But I just don't like Jim Carrey in yeah. almost anything. So Yeah, I'm also a well-known Jim Carrey hater. Okay. I mean, he does too much. He's not, um, not the, great. The animated one that recently came out isn't bad. The soundtrack is really good. Yeah. The voice acting is really good. But I still, like, when I want to sit down and if someone was like, you have to choose three and you can only watch one of them during the month of September, I would pick the the animated um, special every single time. Yeah, this is the best one. Yeah, I agree. Agree, and and I just think anyone, any human dressed as the Grinch is really creepy. It just seems less creepy when it's animated. So it's like yeah. clown. It's like the way people dress up as clowns. It's like a clown mm-hmm. animated isn't scary, but if a human being dresses up as a clown, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be right. around you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So a couple of individual questions. Tie for you. If I am invited back to do the Christmas gifts next year, which I assume I will because I'm a, I'm sure I'm a fan favorite. Uh, anyway, if I am, <laughs> um, can I get the list earlier? Because I think most normal people start enjoying Christmas things in November and don't wait hey, until December. I, I could totally do that. <laughs> I sent you, I'm pretty sure I sent you my list before I sent no, or maybe no. Danny. I don't, we were both really bad at sending you our yeah. list for this no, one. That's okay. Usually that, we that's send just... it to our guest on like Thursday, but we, I don't think we sent it till we've Sunday, did we? Honestly, the last like month we've gotten worse. That's just a little dig at my boy there. So sorry, Ty, <laughs> I just said that. Okay. So my other question, Danny, I have a question individual to you. So Danny, tell me why I'm right. When I say the only acceptable use of extra crunchy peanut butter is to make peanut butter cookies for Santa Claus. <laughs> no way, dude. Absolutely no. Yes. Listen, people yes. need to embrace texture. No. Texture is good. No. Texture is a good thing. No, Food needs differing textures to be good and interesting. Mm. Well, textures can be bad. What about rocks? What if you fell on some sharp rocks? That rocks texture aren't isn't good. What are you talking about? I'm talking about food. I'm talking about texture and food, you dummy. <laughs> What about a, hey, a least, sharp just, chip, tortilla chip to the roof of the mouth? That texture isn't good. I Learn just, to eat. Yeah. You're an adult. I just want to prove that I do listen to y'all's other episodes, not just the ones that I am guest on. You Thank were. You, I, I will die did, on the crunchy peanut butter hill. You did text me about the crunchy peanut butter hill. Because we are both, well, me and my dad are both like, it's creamy Amy, peanut butter yeah. or you're a psychopath. Well, and, and Dan, <laughs> Danny, Danny, I agree that texture is important mm-hmm. to food. I prefer the creamy texture over the crunchy texture. But, yeah, to, in fact, my my very beautiful and talented wife, who's also an occupational therapist, taught me years ago that most of my food hang-ups are about uh, 
texture and not about taste. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get I you on can't, that. I just can't stand biting into just a, like a, a PB and J sandwich that is just all soft, sticky mush. I got to have something to bite into. Danny, I do want to point go. out to you your favorite TV show of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted, Lasso. Ted Lasso. He yeah. eats creamy peanut butter. That's fine. People are allowed You're to be fa- different. like one of your favorite characters of all. It's time. a great show. We're allowed to it we're is, allowed to think differently. It is a great show. Yeah, I think I did text Ty during when I was listening to that episode because, and I think I said something along the lines of, you know, I, after the perfect crime episode, I was getting ready to adopt you, Danny, as my <laughs> as my my uh, yeah. another son uh, because I think we're kindred spirits in a lot of uh, yeah. ways. But uh, but um, but then the crunchy peanut butter, I was like, well, okay, maybe he's just more like a nephew than a son. So. That's what you I, just think. Though, I'll <laughs> never I'll never steal your peanut butter ever. Uh, you said it. Danny's out of the will. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wrote you out of the will. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you were you you had passed up. Yeah, you may have passed up Ty after the perfect time episode. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna give you my list because I think Sweet. in giving you my list, then I think you'll better understand uh, what I picked. So, um, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so number one for me was how the Grinch stole Christmas. And and the original one, like we said, has to be the original one. I love the the Dr. Seuss rhythm to the yeah. the narration of it more so than than the live action movie. Uh, and then the this is going to be a recurring theme: the music. I love yeah, the music in in that. Um, uh, and so uh, anyway, that was and that's one of those that yeah I have to watch. I want to make sure I watch it every year about as soon as I can. My second one, probably more just from nostalgia alone is Rudolph. So Rudolph is, um, it, 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 and, and I like the music in Rudolph and I'm not talking about just the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song, which by the way, I prefer the Gene Autry version to the Burl Ives version. Yeah. I think we both agree on that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I, you know, the silver and gold and, you know, there's some of those, you know, uh, uh, songs I really like. One issue I have with Rudolph, and this is going to be another recurring theme with a couple of other cities, is bullying. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, dude, you know, so I, yeah. but anyway, so I won't get on my soapbox too much about that, but it's like, okay, take it easy there. Yeah, so, one, one of us earlier in the discussion was on a similar soapbox. Okay, there you go, there you go. So three is Frosty. Again, purely from probably nostalgia from my childhood. Um, the music is good, but it's really only one song, like the Frosty the Snowman song. So you don't have as yeah. many songs that you think of, but, but really almost purely from a nostalgic standpoint. Four, I had Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Uh, maybe nostalgia, but for me, I like the historical aspect of the story. Like, we get to find out how Santa Claus came to be, like yeah. Chris Kringle and how he, uh, how he came to be. I also love that they totally pull it over on the fascist leader every time. Yeah. I'm not going to make any it's... political comments on this show. I know this is an apolitical uh, you know, podcast. No, but this is not I an apolitical podcast. It's pretty obvious on our stand like of politics. An asshole fascist 
you know, I'm sorry, excuse me. It's, a, I'll bleep you out. Don't yeah, worry about it. <laughs> um, leader who like trips on a toy and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. anyway, I love, I love that. Yeah. Part of it. This was, we definitely pointed out how this is like very like similar to Rocky four. This is very clearly America is better than everyone. Cause we're not communists. <laughs> <laughs> this, this yeah. literally, this Christmas special starts out like war propaganda where it's like, Oh yeah. Like marching music and like shots of newspapers and a very just like, Whoa, is on the horizon. Like this. Well, and his, this his guard was dressed like Nazis, right? <laughs> this Christmas special in Rocky four ended the cold war. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I think I I like was it last week? I literally think like Rocky punched out the Berlin Wall is the funniest thing that's ever been said. It's my favorite show. take of all time is Rocky so Four ended the Cold War. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, number five, I have the year without a Santa Claus, and I'll give you two reasons: Heat Miser and Snow Miser. <laughs> yeah, those are Same. both of our yeah. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're great. Yeah. Um. So I have Charlie Brown, y'all's number one. I have it six. Uh, I'm, I know it's good uh, from a critical standpoint. It's good music. I'm just not as as into the music that comes with the Charlie Brown special. It's, it's um, more of like cocktail hour music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. classy. It's um, Charlie Brown has some bullying issues too. Just saying, kind of like Rudolph. What? You, it's kind of cool that this kid show that came out back in the day is talking about mental health issues, like and way back yeah, that, he, that he's depressed <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Back before they even knew they were talking about mental health issues, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll also say this, um, since I'm your resident, you know, uh, bleeding heart uh, guest, I would like to see some more diversity amongst the Peanuts kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I agree. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think it is a classic. I just, it's just not, Charlie Brown's not really my kind of uh, cup of tea, but, but, but still good, solid. And one I want to watch typically uh, in yeah. the season. So surprise, the, surprise. The Peanuts movie they made in 2015 has zero more diversity than, oof. The, yeah. Ouch. It's, yeah. It just. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic Hollywood. The last four are ones I do not watch with any regularity. I've already told y'all I didn't watch the, I hadn't seen the Snowman before. But um, so I have seven. I have Mickey's Christmas Carol, and, and it's good. I really like it. I just I think it's hard for me because I just want to prefer to be watching the Dickens version of a Christmas Carol. But um, what what is what is your favorite version of Christmas Carol? Oh, that's a good question. Is it is it Scrooged or is it like a more traditional? No, movie? no, it's more traditional. Yeah, Scrooged is good, but I prefer a more traditional. Okay. Yeah. Is it weird that mine's the Muppets? The Muppets Christmas Carol's good. Oh, I don't that's think great. I've seen the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, it you rules. gotta watch that one. Okay. It rules. It's a good time. Who is Scrooge? Um, is, Michael is one Caine. Of the, one of the grouchy guys from the 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 balcony at the no opera? no those are uh, both of um, the ghost of, of his former partner. What is it? What's his name? Oh, Cratchit? they're Marley Bob and Marley. Oh no, Marley and Scrooge. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but Scrooge is uh, Michael Caine, and everyone oh, okay. else are Muppets. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um. So speaking of number eight, I have Muppet Family Christmas. And 
the only way I can describe it is it's just, and I know I can't say this word, so it's there's a military term called Charlie Foxtrot that stands for a cluster. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So very chaotic. Chaos. Right. Chaos. And it just yeah. is. Yeah. It's just hard to really, you know, and it's like, okay, I just, and so for me, it's not one I really gravitate to to want to wanna see. Number nine, I have the little drummer boy. So I got to tell you, it has been a long time since I've seen the little drummer boy. I had in my mind some nostalgia of, oh yeah, it's good. probably I'm going to rank it pretty high. Remembering back, I probably haven't seen it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Whoa! <laughs> there. First of all, I mean, the dude is so bitter. I mean, I hate yeah. all people. I don't remember that. I, Michelle was watching it with me. I turned to her. I said, "Do you remember this?" I, I, you know, um, you know, and it was just dark, dark at the beginning, and um, and then and so I mean, I love that song the one song and then i realized that's like the only thing i like about the movie so probably as a kid that's the only thing i really remember yeah it's what both of us remembered about that yeah, and it then, just it felt like sunday school like a very boring it, yeah right school. right yeah well sunday school at a very fundamentalist church yeah, that's kind yeah. Of oh, yeah. Rah, I, I grew, rah, 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 rah. I grew up catholic it literally yeah. felt like catholic it was like a catholic okay. or baptist up. church sunday school yeah and then mary is blonde and blue-eyed Give me a freaking break. Of course. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Wait, okay, but Jesus was blonde hair and blue eyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. You haven't mm-hmm. seen the nativity scene in my yard, right? Yeah. Have you not driven past, like, Beaumont yes. ever I, when well, all the nativity I, scenes are like... Believe me, I, I live I live in a, oh, yeah. in a in let's Alvin, go Texas. Brandon community. So I... Yeah, I... I yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, you're probably surrounded by white people nativity scenes aren't you oh exactly i'm surrounded by people who want nativity scenes to make sure that they're only white probably he's like the one who puts up the ally flag i do i do and i do fly the the pride flag the mcgowan's put up the ally flag (laughs) there's the mcgowan's they're going to hell they put up (laughs) the pride flag (laughs) yeah So, okay, sorry about that. And then number 10 was the snowman. And it just, I think for me, I couldn't get past the no dialogue part. Um, Mm. So, Did you cry, though? mm -mm. I think I'd gotten to the point. It was really a downer, but I think I'd gotten to the point to where it was just like... uh, You wanted it to end. Like you said, yeah, I think y'all said 20-something minutes. I think like 15 could have been even... Yeah, uh, good. So I remember te- I was texting you about that. You were asking me about it. I think I had that book when I was a kid, because a lot of so it I, I don't re- I don't remember anything about it. But like when I started watching it, I remembered some parts. So I think I might have read that book when I was a kid. Well, yeah, you told me that, and so I asked Sully. Uh, if y'all haven't heard of Sully before, that's Ty's one of yeah, Ty's brothers, my little brother, uh, the who baby I brother named Spider Man. Yeah, who yeah, they've heard about him. Yeah, so he. Um, I asked him. I he only was, know him as Spider-Man. <laughs> he was Spider-Man over at the house McGowan. the other day, and I asked him, I said, do you remember that book? And he, he didn't. So I don't know. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. So that's my list. That's my list. So now. Do you want to explain en- your algorithm? Yes, to enthrall your fans. Because <laughs> you were so my... excited about this. Because <laughs> when you can do something in a spreadsheet, it's exciting. We should I'll, get we I'll should get my dad. That. 
I'll leave we it at get that. My dad Brian. and Brian Gill on yeah. the same Brian podcast because Brian is a man. big spreadsheet guy. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, if you can put it in a spreadsheet, then you know it just makes life so much simpler. Sure. Yeah, All right. Sure. Uh, I mean, just like normal people like spreadsheets, normal people label the bins in their pantry, right? Isn't that what normal people do? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, good answer. <laughs> totally. Let you go along with that. Sure. Okay. Okay. We're not here to yuck any yums. So here, I, I can explain it. It's really, it's really pretty simple. All I did is I, I gave my rankings one through ten, and then I put list A and B, and then I put what you ranked at each movie, and I just did the math. So for instance, if I ranked something like I ranked um, the the Grinch as one, it was my number one, and list. A ranked it as number two, so we had one, a one differential. So yeah. I just did the differential for every movie and added them up using the spreadsheet. Of course, I didn't add it, right. m- you know, of course. M- yeah, manually, and I came up. <laughs> so I got to tell you, this, I, w- I was a, this is the most and like, lowest sorry, score wins. It's a golf score. lowest. Yeah. It golf is scores. lowest score wins. Yes. This is the most work a guest judge has put in since Tobin literally like shaved his face into a mustache. For our mustache episode. <laughs> for our, for our mustache, audio only. An audio, yeah, audio only so, never, No one's been so committed since that. Well, hey, I, I, it, was, it actually helped me out because, interestingly, at first glance, when I got the list, I looked at them and I thought that what I thought originally was going to be my list ended up not being the list. So I'll tell you real quick, this is going to be kind of, I think it's, I'm going to give it away as I explain this. But as I looked at them, you know, for instance, like when I looked at my first one, the the Grinch, list A had it real close at two, and and um, list B had it at four. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, list A is probably going to be pretty close to mine. But actually, list B Ended up being closer mathematically to mine. Yep, that's what. Let's go. <laughs> I can't believe I got screwed over by math again. <laughs> hey, you know what? You can do all the math in the world. You can't fight the love of a father and son. The son's Did always going to I, I, I have to admit, I had an inkling last year. Now I was totally honest. I picked the list that was my favorite list last year when we did movies. Yeah. But I kind of had an inkling. Because Danny, I've heard you talk about your your feeling about old movies, so I kind of had an inkling that when we did movies, but this year, this on this time, I didn't have a clue. I did yeah. not have a clue, especially since both of you had the very first, the same first movie or first yeah. special. So, um, so yeah, it was a ten point differential. I won by ten yeah. points. Well, it was a. Oh, you're, you, you have the same bottom four. They're just. You have the same 22. in the bottom four. They're just moved around in slightly different spots. But your bottom four movies are the same, I think. Yeah, Let's I go. think. Yeah, I guess so, Danny, where you and I differed, there were a couple where we had a higher, like on Rudolph and on Santa Claus mm-hmm. is Coming to Town. Um, this is another, like, I think it's just so funny that, like, we're even surprised that I won this episode because we're talking about, like, when you talk about Christmas, like Christmas movies, Christmas specials, it's so traditional. 
and you're literally the person who raised me (laughs) as a child so like your traditions are my traditions so like it's not surprising that i won this one well that's probably true you probably didn't have a whole lot of uh, choice and and watching um, charlie brown christmas or rudolph or uh, the Grinch. So yeah. and probably we, we the also watched all of these growing up. My dad is also a big Christmas guy, so is we he? watched all of these constantly yeah. growing up, and I still watch them every year. Awesome, awesome. Uh, but yeah, we had similar complaints about Rudolph. It is it's number seven on my list, and it's like these people are or these like animals are so mean. Like Rudolph's dad is so over the top mean to this freaking reindeer. <laughs> it's just like this sucks. I feel like crap watching. This. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was a huge bummer. But, like, Santa Claus is Coming to Town is my number nine. It's just uh, forgettable to me. Like, I don't remember. Man, but put one really foot in front of the other. It's such it. a freaking banger. Like, it's such yeah, a good song. It's a good song. I, I wish it wasn't an hour. Uh, I don't like the puppets. The pu- I don't. The puppets are not my thing. Claymation's cool. Animation is cool. The puppets are weird, and I'm not. I'm, I'm just not a fan of them. Um, what were y'all thoughts about the little drummer boy? Boring. Uh, yeah, it's like not what I remembered it as. Like I remember, I had like I had this VHS set as a kid where it was all the Rankin and Bass movies. Where it was Year Without a Santa Claus. Um, um, Santa wait. Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus yeah, is coming to town. Little drummer boy and um, Rudolph. No, because Rudolph wasn't Rankin and Bass, oh, which is okay. surprising. Because I thought it was also. Yeah. Little um, Drummer Boy Frosty. Frosty. Oh, Frosty. Okay. Um, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was like a, do you remember Veggie Tales? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a bad episode of Veggie Tales, which is <laughs> yeah. already isn't great. Like yeah, Veggie Tales isn't great. It's just something to show kids during Sunday school. But like, it's like such a bad, like. <laughs> episode of veggie tales but little drummer boy slaps that song is so freaking good (laughs) it's so good that's why it jumped over mickey's christmas carol one because i don't remember ever watching that as a kid and then muppet's christmas first time i ever watched that that's why it jumped over those two but if i had watched those two as a kid then little drummer boy would have been last for me yeah gotcha gotcha Sure. But the animals doing gymnastics was pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's like literally the one positive thing that I wrote down, I think, was like, it's pretty cool. And that sheep did a flip. That was, that was neat. It's kind of all I got. Pretty boring. Yeah. It was pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Also, right, uh, it, Muppets did. I don't know. I talked to Danny about this, but dad, did you have a problem with the Muppets being merged with Sesame Street? I didn't like it. Hmm. No, because that's like the genesis of the Muppets, right? Right, but I don't like like I those two are like separate in my mind. I don't want them to. be. Oh there. no, I kind of like that. Like when the y'all are fun. y'all are way too young to remember this, but it'd be like when when the Happy Days would people would make an appearance in Laverne and Shirley because that show spun yeah. off of love of a crossover one. special. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was fun. I, if nothing else, just because it created the uh, Swedish chef wants to cook Big Bird goof, right. which yeah. is the best thing in that whole special. <laughs> when you saw guy. Big Bird, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that a great. That was so good. We yeah. should have we should have done the Star Wars Christmas special because I know how uh, much my dad's a huge Star Wars. It's fan. 
Is Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? Oh, he got so excited. <laughs> he got so excited as soon it's as you favorite, mentioned Star Wars. His favorite dad joke is he says, is it, it has showed up on our Instagram brings multiple up times. Star Wars, he goes, is Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? I have been asking, speaking of Christmas, I have been asking for like five years now for a t-shirt that says, is Star Wars the one with the little wizard boy? With maybe, that, with maybe with maybe Ron make that shirt because with, it's a quote from Ron Swanson with Ron Swanson's like silhouette on it <laughs> with his like it's just his mustache it, and his yeah hairline. his mustache and the hair yeah, yeah. and then yeah yeah that's that's really good that's got to be made that's his get best. It done, dude. that's like his dad joke and he also <laughs> just put out if anyone follows him on what was it Instagram or Twitter that you put Instagram out on my Instagram story yeah. Yeah, not a lot of people in medieval times were named Lance, and then it's like yeah, no, not a lot of people. Lance. Yeah, not people a lot of people were. today are named Lance. So oh, back yeah. in me- medieval time, there were Lance a lot. Oh God! <laughs> and what's the other one? What's the other one where it's like I oh, when my, my wife. when my wife gets sad, she likes to um, color in on my tattoos. She needs a shoulder to crayon. Oh my god! Uh. I, I just found all it is. I'm I'm just posting somebody else's. I found like a dad. It was joke. a Twitter, literally uh, no, called it's dad a, jokes. Yeah, it's the like, it's yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Exhausting. But I will say this: even though I'm old and I tell dad jokes, I do not do Facebook. I only do Instagram and Twitter. Well, yeah, because nice. Facebook point. is just Fox News at this point. <laughs> yeah, especially when you live in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> That. Should right, we do? Uh, any... Should we do an episode where we just rank dad jokes? We just make a oh, list God. of ten dad jokes. That's we send it good. to somebody, and they right, rank the which list. list they think what do mean best. somebody? It's obviously gonna be. Yeah, me. it's gonna be. Yeah, who would be the? It'll have to be. Send it to somebody. That's a maybe. That's it's got to be someone day. who's a dad. So it's like either Brian, my dad, or Tobin. It's very clearly your dad. What are you yeah. talking about? He just told three dad jokes on our episode. Hey, can, on our options. Hey, can we do crossover comments to other podcasts on this podcast? Our sure. should. Okay. So I am planning on uh, uh, sending y'all a voicemail for your next uh, oh, yeah. movie. Oh, for the night before? Yeah, because oh, yeah. it was on both nice. of our Christmas movie lists. Yes. I'm excited to watch year. it. I still haven't seen it, so I'm excited to finally watch it. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, good one dive into. Should we, instead of us doing the dad jokes, should the dads take over for that episode? And it's like <laughs> Brian and my dad do <laughs> host it, and it's like a dad takeover. Like the dad kings come on. Uh, the dad kings. Does that mean Brian's my dad? Is that what you're implying here? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he basically, Weird. he's a Mavs fan. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's he's your dad. That's yeah, that's all we got. That's so funny. All right. Any uh, any other questions you had for us? Anything we need to defend? Any other mm. thing we need to get out of the way before we no. skedaddle and I can go eat dinner? Nope. Nope. Uh, Are you not thank eating you. dinner yet? No, it's been a long day. It's almost 9 o'clock. It has been, it has been a you make day. a crunchy peanut butter sandwich? Honestly, probably. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening to the rankings. Huge thank you to Robbie McGowan, Ty's dad. Uh, Robbie, it's always very fun when you come on. It is my pleasure. Uh, just let me know next time you want me to come on. <laughs> for 
We'll send you the list uh, earlier than usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah cause, because I, because I'll have to do a spreadsheet, so thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Right, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then, his beak blinks like a blinking beacon. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.